Hello, and welcome to the Vexillogicast. From the only world heritage city in the United States, I'm Simon the Cannibal. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing changing Fiji's flag in theme with this little series I have going. As always, you can head over to vexillogicast.com, that is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com for more links and information, and of course, discussion on the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal. As with the episode on the Canadian flag, today's episode is going to be talking more about changing the flag of Fiji than about the flag of Fiji. As such, there's a lot of background information in this episode, which I hope will be interesting to you. Fiji is, of course, a little archipelago out in the Pacific Ocean that was colonized by the UK in 1874 and gained its independence in 1970. Slightly before being taken over by the UK, Fiji adopted a flag in 1871, which is a vertical bicolor of white and a light blue with a red shield with a white dove on that red shield. And this is somewhat important to us because these are the colors that you're going to see come up later on in the quest for a new flag of Fiji. In 1908, as part of the British Empire, Fiji got a coat of arms, which is a bunch of symbols about Fiji and actually the UK on a St. George's cross, pretty much the same as any colony's coat of arms during that period of time, including, of course, Canada's. And I should make a small note that this coat of arms had supporters and stuff around it, a motto, that sort of thing. Because in 1970, when Fiji gained independence, they also adopted a flag that only used the shield from the coat of arms of Fiji. And this 1970 flag looks like most colonial flags. It has the Union flag and the Canton. The field is a light blue, again going back to that 1871 flag, with just the shield of Fiji on the light blue. As a note in 1970... There was a small flag contest, apparently only 400 entries, and two people, Mrs. Murray McKenzie and Mr. Robbie Wilcock, both submitted the same flag, and that is the flag that Fiji currently uses. Interestingly, there have been a few calls to add the full coat of arms, and that is the shield plus supporters plus motto plus whatever, onto the flag, including as recently as 2005. So again, in 1970, Fiji gained its independence, but was still considered a Commonwealth nation. In 1987, there was some political turmoil, and Fiji declared itself a republic. They retained all the same symbols, but they took, like, Queen Elizabeth off their money and that sort of thing. At this point, I need to introduce a major player in this story, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher his name, and this is the current Prime Minister of Fiji, Frank Bainimarama, who's quite the character. Additionally, I'm going to have to give you a little bit of detail about Fiji because I find this very funny. Fiji's population is about half the size of Philadelphia, somewhere between 800 and 900,000 residents during the points at which this story takes place. Their entire military is about half the size of Philadelphia's police force, and their entire navy consists of nine boats and 300 sailors. Bainimarama was in charge of the navy. He was Officially Commodore, but then his title was bumped up to Rear Admiral of the Fijian Navy. And again, this is a navy of nine boats. So the, the 
the scale of the following events is just amusing to me. In 2000, there was an attempted coup against the government in which a wealthy businessman took the government hostage. And this is where Binding Marama really comes into the stage because it's called the coup inside the coup where he took power and deposed the people who were cooing, but also kind of still took power and got rid of the government and then stepped down from power. And in 2001, there were there was an election for a different government. So it's a, a weird little coup in a coup. And again, this is a person in charge of the 300-person Navy of Fiji. At this point, he is very politically active, and he's pushing for different things and pushing for this government to punish the people who perpetrated the coup and is really calling for an end to racism. Apparently, there's great tensions between those persons of Fijian ancestry and Pacific Islander ancestry and people of Indian ancestry who, while being citizens of Fiji, were brought over by the British as laborers while Fiji was a colony of the UK. Anyhow, this all gets mixed up and thrown in a pot. And in 2006, Baini Rama goes and says, screw it, I should be in charge, and throws another coup. He does his political stuff, rewrites the constitution, tries to, get, tries to create a racist free society, create a unified Fijian identity, and actually holds elections in 2014, so only eight years after taking power. Of course, being a politician now, he ran for prime minister, and during the 2013 run-up to the election, he made a promise that if he was elected prime minister, he would change the flag of Fiji. And I will have a link to the transcript of his speech on vexillogicast.com. And it's interesting to me because he's talking about a unified identity and getting rid of colonial symbols. Again, Fiji has been independent at this point for almost 45 years, and it still has the symbols of being a colony. The only two major things on the flag at this point that are kind of its own thing is the color light blue and the dove that is part of the coat of arms. So Baini Marama wins the election, becomes prime minister, as you may have guessed, and he creates a committee of 13 to change the flag of Fiji. There is one noteworthy member for Americans and vexillologists of this committee, and this committee of 13 included the prominent vexillologist Ted Kay, who you may have heard on the podcast 99% Invisible or The Gist, or maybe you've read some of his works. He's the one that wrote up Good Flag, Bad Flag, the five principles of flag design that a lot of people refer to when creating a flag. At first, this committee was supposed to exist for like six months. In 2014, they went through about 2,000 design submissions and at some point put out a list of 23 flags that they really liked. Though the six months was extended to 12 months and has been extended again to the end of February 2016, so about six weeks out here. This means, of course, that if you're listening to this as it's being released, you can still submit a design for the flag of Fiji. Supposedly, there will be another shortlist revealed in March of this year, which will have five flags on it, at which point the government will reach out to Fijians and they will have a choice made by July. And 
officially adopted by September 7th, which is the anniversary of the 2013 Constitution of Fiji. So, exciting times for a nation of 900,000 people. While, of course, the flag has not been decided yet, there are some key themes that keep coming up. Again, this light blue that goes back to at least 1871, with secondary and tertiary colors of yellow and red. A lot of the designs do a light blue, a dark blue, a yellow, and a red in some combination. Often there is a flower, a native flower of Fiji, a conch shell, a turtle, a sailboat, that sort of thing, where it's invocative of a native Fiji identity, which, of course, any good flag should invoke the identity of its people. So there's a whole lot of information out there about Fiji's choice of a new flag, including Ted Kay's column in the Vexiloid tabloid, and a lot of information from the Fijian newspaper, the Fiji Sun, which if you go on their website, you can just search flag or K, K-A-Y-E, to come up with a lot of results about the ongoing process of picking a flag. And I will, of course, have links on vexillogicast.com. But I'm just very interested to see how this all turns out and to see the inner workings of changing a flag that was so recently adopted. But yeah, I'm, I'm just very excited to see how this all turns out. It's not every day that you change your flag. Although, of course, somewhere in the next two episodes, we will be talking about New Zealand and their current flag change operation. Okay, well, I'll have a whole bunch of links on vexillogicast.com. V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com. And discussion can be found at the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal. Hop on over to Facebook and like the Vexillogicast. I have my own personal Twitter and Patreon pages, should you be so inclined to interact or donate. And I'll keep you up to date with the Fiji situation as we know more. But of course, either New Zealand or South Africa are coming next week. Thanks again for listening, and best wishes from the Vexillogicast.